in a world where achievements and accolades motivate us to do more and be more, we're often left wondering, is this really it? Deep inside, you know there is more to life. You're ready to leave behind the old push your way through and claim the deeper life that's calling you. That's where we excel. We're your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. And this is the Soulful Leader Podcast. Sit back and relax as we share the shortcuts we've uncovered to help you make shift happen. Hi, welcome to the Soulful Leader Podcast. This is Stephanie, and I'm here with Marin. And today we're going to talk kind of about the polarities. We're going to talk a little bit about joy, and we're going to talk about tolerations. Now, it's kind of interesting that those seem so polar, and yet they're so intertwined because I'm going to be really vulnerable here. But um, in this last, oh, these last couple of months, I've been really, really, I'm going to say ripped open. Like my heart is wide open and all those barriers that I've had in place, those walls, those, ugh, those itty bitty shitty stuff that keeps us suppressed and squashed has been just blown open. And, you know, I'm generally a very, very positive, always looking for the joy, always looking for, you know, I used to talk about the donut and I said, so many people look for the hole. And I'm like, I'm looking for the donut. Like, I like the whole thing, you know, the, the sweetness. And I've trained myself to be that way. I just want to tell you all, it's not, it's not easy to be joyful and present and positive. It actually is a muscle. It is an actual training. And I've trained myself to be that way. So much so that um, with the challenges that I've been going through and the difficulties, so interesting that I've not only trained myself to do this, but I've trained others around me to say, oh, Steph, you're going to be great. You'll be fine. You'll find the joy in it. It'll be all good. You're great. And I'm like, dang, you know, sometimes I really need to really go in and look and and look at those those tolerations, too, because I don't want to keep repeating them. And and that's a challenge for me because I just want to run away from it and be all Pollyanna and and positive and things like that. And and I don't want to be stuck in the mire and the muck with that. So Marin and I have been talking uh, before we started recording just about how to merge both tolerations and joy and why that is an important practice in our lives on both ways. So welcome. I think it's so important, especially at this time of year, because last week, it's it's Giving Tuesday today, and we're going into the holidays. And last week, we had Aaron on who talked about giving with intention. And as we go into this season, there's a lot of tradition. And I love tradition. It's fantastic. What happens with tradition for me is that it also comes with my old personality. Like all of my old stuff comes up. I go visit family and they see me in a certain way. So I become that person again. And when you were talking about the, 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 cho- the choosing joy and the things that we tolerate and the merging the two, I think that it's a perfect opportunity for us going into this season of our past coming back and who choosing, you know, like, and then we're going into the the new year where we want to choose who we want to be going forward. And what does it look like to combine those two and not 
either get stuck in the old, who I was, the muck and the mire, or, you know, that term toxic positivity, which I didn't understand until recently. And you were just talking about it of like, none, la, 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 none of that stuff exists. (laughs) And I'm just going to go forward and pretend like none of it exists. So there is a a balance that we strike between those two. And I'm going to bring up a book that I read um, named, it, it's by um, Ross Gay. And I, I, I actually forgot the name. It's like Little Delights. Do you remember the name of it? Oh, I wish I, it'll come to me. So here's the deal though. What he did was he spent a, a year looking looking for joy. And he decided to look for joy in the little delights in life, meaning that he wasn't going to suppress something or change something. He was going to find it in life. And one of the things that he said is that he doesn't think that joy is separate from the heartbreaks and from the devastation and, and from the sorrows that we experience. It's a part of it. And he was on a quest to discover that mm-hmm. and to really access joy through what emerges when when we tend to those things. It's called the Book of Delights. I knew it would come to me. It's called the Book of Delights. And it's just such a sweet book. And if you're looking for a sweet book for this holiday season, I highly recommend it. It's amazing. You know, it's something that, as you bring up about not running away. We we were talking about facing, and I was sharing um, my perspective around facing the challenges or facing the tolerations. And and what I want to I want to define two things here. One, tolerations. What are you tolerating in your life, and why are you tolerating them in their life? Those are two questions. You know, the what's and the why. And when I was kind of evaluating back, and I didn't want to get stuck in the muck and the mire, but I really wanted to get the consciousness of what made me tolerate certain things and you know was it coming from love or was it coming from fear and probably a little bit of both right but to look at within myself and to challenge myself to be present to that to not run away and just go right into you know the positivity of it but to really look at all parts of it so that I can I can navigate my life with more mastery, more beauty in my life next time and and to call it. And I can tell you, honestly, you know, conflict is not something I like. I And, and I really don't like drama, although I have a lot of passion. So I kind of create a lot of drama or parts of me does. <laughs> and and I, I recognize that. And so I'll oh, tend to tolerate it and I'll squash it. Let's give an example. And we, you and I were talking about this beforehand yeah. of like, for example, my husband plays guitar and he's got our basement set up as a little guitar studio. It's not soundproof by any stretch of the imagination. And our basement goes across our entire house. We live in a ranch. And so when he plays guitar, I not only hear it, but I literally feel it vibrating through the floor. And we had to actually sit down and have a discussion because this is one of the things that I was tolerating. And I found that I was getting angrier and, and more frustrated and right. So 
I had a choice. I could continue to be in that anger or I could ignore it and pretend like it didn't exist. And I didn't like either of those choices. So we sat down and we had a conversation and he didn't realize that the whole house <laughs> vibrates, which, you know, it's like, we assume that somebody else sees it from our perspective and that he knew, I assumed he knew what he was doing and that he was just being thoughtless. Well, he wasn't. He didn't even realize. My my husband has hearing loss from birth in both ears. And it's not that he can't hear. It just is dampened from what I'm used to. And so he didn't realize. And so now we have come to an agreement of what that looks like. And there are definitely times when he still plays. And there is a, a moment where I go, and then I, I do, I tolerate it because I love him. And because is it really interrupting me when I'm cooking in the kitchen? No. Does it interrupt me when I'm doing a podcast? Absolutely. So we we did, we come, we came to an agreement and there are still places, like I said, where there's a, a piece of toleration there. It just is, where does that toleration come from? And I think this is what you were talking about yeah. of when we face something, we're now in choice around it. And, and, you know, the tolerations can lead to a great opportunity for conversation, conversation yeah. within yourself and conversation with another. I heard a great line. It's like, how can you ask for what you want in your life? You know, there's a saying, you know, tell the universe what you want. The universe always is conspiring to give you everything that you want and need. Everything. But often we're not clear enough. And so sometimes it's the challenges, it's the heartbreaks, it's the tolerations that actually open us to what it is that we really want to be present to, which is joy, right? And so it is an amazing, amazing doorway. So it's an opportunity, like if you are finding yourself tolerating something, to instead of running away from it, which is what I would tend to do and try to Pollyanna it, you know, if that's a word, Pollyanna. <laughs> sure, it is now. Sure. It is now, sure. And instead of really going, hmm, what is it that I'm really seeking? And what is it that I, you know, can I challenge that fear that wants to make me run away and hide or mm -hmm. to angrily face it with, with resentment and going, ah, you know? Instead, can I can I allow myself to have a loving presence with this, with joy, with kindness, to say, oh, isn't this a great opportunity? I have an opportunity to really look at what is it that I want and to share it with another person. Yes, it's going to be a risk that I might not get it from the other person, but it's also a risk that I also might get it. And it could actually evolve our relationship, our conversation, even with myself, even if I'm not doing this with another person, I, I, there's a lot of things I tolerate in myself that I don't really want to tolerate anymore. You know, I tolerate, you know, going to bed late or not, or getting up late and not doing a, a long enough spiritual practice, which I want to say too, is like all of these tolerations are opportunities to create a new process or a new way of being that is going to elevate you to a new place of joy so that you can ask for what you want. I love that. And it does, it takes me back to this book. You can tell I'm obsessed with, with the book of delights right now. What I loved about it was that he made his quest to find joy a process in his life, or if you're in Canada, a process. And 
he is so sweet about it because he decided for a full year, for 365 days, he was going to look for the small delights in life. And there's one that he tells a story about taking the seedling tomato that he had gotten from a friend and he had to go home with it on an airplane and he packed it in his bag, in his backpack. Cause he didn't, he's like, how do I, how do I go through like security with this? And he broke its little, a, a little branch off and he's like, I wanted to call it an arm. <laughs> like it is, it's kind of an arm. And then he found that when he took it on the airplane and he took it, once he took it out of his bag because he broke it the arm, like everybody that it was like he was carrying a child or a pet or something. Everybody that walked past him was like, oh, and he found the joy in that and the delight in that. And that does come from a regular practice, going back to the practice piece of it, of he decided to show up every day to what does delight look like in my daily, like in not changing anything, just looking a little deeper to that deeper layer. And I think that earlier, Stephanie used a word facing something. And for me, that word is very triggering because it is representative of what I was taught the go do, strive, face it, make it, do it, like that harsh energy. And I've been working really hard to soften it. So when I, I, one of the things that when Stephanie says, face that, I think, be with that. And for me, that works because I can just like, I can shift that word. I don't need to change her perception of the word. I can go, oh, for me, that means, yeah. for her, it means one thing. For me, it means be with. And so what would it look like, especially during this holiday season, to step into and be with those things that we tolerate or that are a regular part of our lives that we haven't noticed or that we we tuck off to the side or we we sweep off with a broom to either face it if that's what we're, the word that works for you or to be with it if that's the word that works for you. Yeah. Instead of like trying to fix it or change it or judge it, can you be present and hold space with a loving heart yeah. just to allow what is meant to unfold and to learn from it with love? That's the key. And then when you do that, you see the little delights in it. Then they do show up because we're not fighting it. We're not... Or, or stuffing it, <laughs> fight or flight. Yeah. And this is reminding me, I, I know that I'm going to kind of insert this a little bit, but it, because it's Giving Tuesday and we're coming up to the holiday season, I just want to remind everyone who's listening that we have a free, um, we call it the Great Uplift. It's really based on the 12 days of Christmas and it's free. We talk about having a daily practice of presencing joy and meaning and purpose in your life. This is something that we are collectively doing together between uh, December 24th and the 6th of, of January. We're going to kick it off on the solstice on the 21st of December. So if you are interested, please, it is a wonderful way to to join and to to start practicing. I know myself, it is a practice, right? It is a practice and practice doesn't mean perfect. It just, I think this is Marin's quote, practice doesn't mean perfect. It means permanent, you know, right. like you're creating permanency. So I want to, as myself as an intention, I want to be present to both what I'm tolerating 
and also being able to to deepen the joy in my life too and not be swept away by either one but to hold center in the two i mean some of you people might out there might be saying oh that that would be realism it's like well you know i talk it talk about it as evolution i want to keep evolving it and as you keep evolving actually tolerations you'll see more darkness because you have more light to shine into that area but you'll also see more light too because you're able to 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 build more light you'll be able to, so it doesn't mean that things get i mean this is like from my own vulnerability it doesn't mean that things get easier they get more illuminated and you actually feel more deeply and so that is also feeling the hard things or the different things but i want to remind you too you know, we're not our feelings. We're not our thoughts. You know, we're also not our body. We're so much more. And if we can practice a process of observing, it doesn't mean that you're leaving your body. It doesn't mean that you're not feeling all these things. It's just, it means that you're not carried away from them. You're not like swept and, and ripped out, like the carpet's not ripped out from underneath you. And even if it is, you still have a space within you to hold presence for love and joy and meaning and purpose. So it's important. We need, we're needing this more and it's not about doing it on our own anymore either. It's allowing ourselves to be inspired and ignited and informed by those around us in the most beautiful way too. I was reminded of a, a magnet while you were talking and Oftentimes we want to go to one side or to the other and make one of them wrong. You know, you're talking about the light and the dark or the, you know, the joys and the, the, the tolerations, whatever the polarities are. And if you think about a magnet, <clears throat> it's got both polarity. And if you think, well, I just want one of those and you break the magnet in half. You don't get just one of those. You just get a smaller version of the magnet that still has both polarities on it. <laughs> so one can't exist without the other. It just is, how are we going to process it? How are we going to presence it? How are we going to be with it? And to make it kind of practical as we're going into the holidays, and we probably will be either we're going to be with family, which will trigger us, or we won't be, which will also trigger us, right? Because we'll be the one like, poor me, oh, poor sad tomato, right? We did that on episode 74. We'll, we'll be the, like, I'm the one who has to work on the holidays, or I'm the one who my family isn't around anymore in the holidays, or my family doesn't love me in the holidays, or uh, I have to go to my families and I can't stand my family. You know, like there's all the stories. And so what would it be like to be present to those stories and the things that we put up with, like Stephanie said, inside of ourselves or outside of ourselves, because it's all internal anyway. And presence that from a place of what are the small delights that I could find in this day? Or the small delights in what I'm tolerating. You know, I, I feel like that it's like, you know, just to kind of review, it's like, what are you tolerating and why? Can you find the small delights in it? And tolerations can also be the doorway to looking at what is it that I really want out of my life so that I can ask for it in a more beautiful way. And can I practice being more present 
to the joy, even when it's hard, even when it's challenging, even when it hurts, can I find the beauty and the joy underneath it? And that is the practice. And that is, if you would like support with that, or you're not even sure what we're talking about, or you want to do it with a group of people who are like, Ooh, I want to explore this. That's what we do. That is what we are doing with the great uplift, the 12 days of Christmas. And as Stephanie said before, it's completely free. It is our gift to you and not just on this giving Tuesday. (laughs) It's not one of those like, get it today or else it'll be gone. No, you can sign up for it up until the 21st, I believe, December 21st. So please do visit our website, um, the Soulful Leader Podcast com to get more information on that and come be a part of what is it like to presence your day. And the cool part about this particular exercise, just to give a little bit more about it, is that each of the days between the 24th and the 6th, um, the 24th of December and the 6th of January, each of them represents a month of the new year. So you will be presencing not only the joy and the the things that you're tolerating and and the you know what's going on in your world on that day it will also help you to presence your future and influence it and impact it and create space within yourself to receive the joys and blessings that are wanting to be given to you yeah it's such a cool practice. I think you, you kind of got the, the idea that Stephanie and I both love this practice and really want to share it with you. So, so sweet. Well, if you're interested in the book that I mentioned, it is called The Book of Delights. It's by an author named Ross Gay. So you can find that on Amazon. And uh, no affiliation, just absolutely loved it. <laughs> and if you'd like to join the great uplift, The information is on our website, thesoulfulleaderpodcast.com. And we would love to hear from you uh, this week of giving as we go into the holidays and find out from you, where are the things that you're tolerating and what are some of the little delights that might be nested in those tolerations? So you can find us on Facebook and on LinkedIn under The Soulful Leaders And we will see you all next week on the Soulful Leader Podcast. And that wraps up another episode of the Soulful Leader Podcast with your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to dive deeper, head over to our website at thesoulfulleaderpodcast.com. Until next time.